Welcome to Accelerate Your Wealth, a podcast by Rebecca Robertson, founder and director of Evolution Financial Planning. This series, we're focusing on female financial independence, looking towards a stronger financial future. Be sure to let us know your thoughts on the show and please do connect with us on Facebook, LinkedIn or Instagram or head over to www.rebeccarobertson.co.uk. Hey, it's Rebecca and welcome to this special edition of the Financial Detox and this is week one, session one. We're going to be running these over the next four weeks, so I hope you enjoy. You're going to now hear an edited version of my Facebook Live in my Money Mastery Collective free Facebook group, which you can go and join. The link is in the comments in the um, section below, the description section below. You can go and find that. And I hope you find it helpful. I'd love to have your feedback. Let us know what you think. Um, Of course, um, please do leave us a review where you feel appropriate. So I hope you enjoy this session. It's all around what you can do with your mindset, what shifts we can uh, make towards assisting this financial detox and the first step in making that detox happen and I talk that through with you in detail Um, next week we'll be on to week two and I'll be covering more for you right then so enjoy this session and speak soon it's the 5th of September and for now most kids are back to school this morning so with that back to school feeling I thought it'd be a nice idea um carol clark wants to join me on the video i don't think you do carol but thanks for the sentiment (laughs) Um, if you are watching live thank you so much i hate talking to myself when there's no one here as long as one person's here i'm happy um so if you are here then please let me let let me know and say good morning morning ellie hope you're well um so 5th of september kids go back to school and for a lot of people it's a bit of a new year new feeling um we september october have that sort of vibe to it but we're going into that autumn because it's a change of seasons um on my school run i say school run school walk um great i'm going to have you here thanks for listening um the trees have started to turn brown particularly the conquer trees um and um the conquer trees are they're not the conkers aren't quite dropping but the leaves of the conquer tree are going brown and it's that change of seasons that autumn um that crisp feel in the morning um and i love i love i love that and with that we get a chance to evaluate and look at what we're doing with how we're feeling in ourselves how things are with relationships um and i thought i'd share with you i'll start off sharing with you some of the things that i do to help my mindset because the thing is with money and we're going to be obviously this is week one And today I'm going to be covering needs and wants and part of the financial detox. But before I get into that, I think it's really important to mention mindset, because for a lot of people, they will be watching this on the replay. So if you are hashtag replay, please do let me know you've watched it. But there'll be a few of you that won't even have the guts to say, and I say guts, don't mean that in a derogatory way, um, to even acknowledge the fact that you're here watching or listening. The reason being is because we can be triggered by money in many different ways. And we almost feel like all those emotions and the things that we're feeling, that they're almost like a coat that we've got it written all over us, shame, guilt, etc. 
um, they're written all over us that people can read their faces and just by typing hashtag replay or hi good morning we then think that people can see or hear it or feel what we're here we're feeling and they can't <laughs> um, but it is important to recognize those feelings in yourself and not necessarily sit with them to let them percolate but to sit with them in the sense of just recognize why that's coming up for you why you're feeling the way that you are but for some people that's not the case they feel really positive they've done some of their money mindset um, and they're feeling really you know just is a good exercise you know I want to do this so that I've got some savings going into winter I want to do this because I know I've been overspending a little bit I want to do this because I'm um, something I want to save for I want to buy more presents at Christmas for people or I'd like some more disposable income because my bills have gone up or just want to have a bit of a refresh of my money and there's no sort of negative connotations to any of that they feel super positive about it which is great um, but sometimes whilst you're going through this process, things can come up for you. And equally, that's OK as well. Um, again, just need to sort of analyse it and think, OK, well, why is that affecting me? Why is why is that coming up for me? Um, and sometimes you don't want to necessarily, like I say, percolate or sit on it for too long. But just be conscious, start to become more consciously aware of what's coming up. However, from a positive mindset and from a manifestation perspective, we have to be conscious of what we focus on is what we call in more of. So I'm not a, I, used to, I was brought up Catholic, so I wouldn't say I'm any longer a religious person, but when it comes to me personally, um, I'm always been a little bit spiritual when it comes to a mindset around things. And I'm not saying that you sit there and you go, I would like a Ferrari. <laughs> and a Ferrari will arrive. It doesn't, it doesn't work like that. Um, but the more of what we focus on, it's, it's physics, it's Newton's law, that the more what we put out is what we get back. So if you're feeling light and love and happiness, then you tend to get more and feel more of that. But equally, that doesn't mean that you then ignore emotional feelings or you ignore things that are coming up for you because... Um, Sometimes we do need to deal with them. Sometimes we do need to look at that and go, OK, why is that coming up for me? What is going on there? And it's about having balance. So it's not one end of the scale or the other and finding your own balance. So I thought I'd share with you to start off with how I find my own balance. So um, in the mornings before I get up, um, I have two notebooks. My first notebook is my meditation notebook. And at the moment, I'm doing uh, deep chakras, chakras, chakras. It's not chakras. I think it's chakras. Um, 21 day manifestation, money manifestation, abundance manifestation. I think it's called. It's on Spotify. Um, and it's over 21 days, but I'm actually on. I've been doing it for months. I, so I don't do it every day. And I'm when I finish it, I'm going to repeat it and do it all again. Because what it does, it's only about 10 minutes. It does like a little, today was about calmness and about how we bring calm to our day and how we bring love and light to our day and how we bring warmth to our day. And so I, I love that. And every day is slightly different. Um, so it might be having someone bring you a cup of tea, which is 
that way, you know, being gratitude, so thankful for my cup of tea. And con contemplating then when I go into doing my journaling, I don't focus on, on the problems, I don't focus on the things that are showing up for me. I focus on the things today around gratitude, around the things that are not bothering me, but actually brought me love and light, that might make me feel warm and happy. So watching my old dog roll around on the grass barking yesterday, um, I saw as a family having dinner and then watching a film and having ice cream and making jokes with each other, focusing on the things that I'm really grateful for. Now, why is this all relevant to money detox? Um, because it's all linked. What we sort of think and we feel is how we show up in our money. How our money shows up and how we're dealing with it is all very much around our mindset. Now, this money detox is not going to go into um, an, all, an awful lot of the mindset stuff. Um, but I'm just going to ask you to be aware of what's coming up for you. And if it's something that you can journal on, then do that. Um, if you want to talk about it in the group, you can do that. Um, and it's just making small shifts in the right direction, baby steps, one step at a time. Um, so the other thing that I do after I do my manif my manif manifestation, sorry, my meditating, um, I then do my journaling. And then I go for a run on my running machine, which I'm lucky to have at home. So I'm really grateful for that. Um, my children are older now, so I don't need to be watching them the whole time. So even if my husband's gone into London, I can do that. And I really enjoy that. So this morning I listened to a YouTube with Oprah. And she, I lo you've got to love Oprah, haven't you, really? Who cannot love Oprah? And she talked about gratitude and all the things that I was listening to this morning, which, you know, that sort of serendipitous coincidence is always uh, intrigues me. Um, and it was very similar to this morning. So it really starts my day off in the right mindset. So I've really sort of been clear on what, how I want my day to look and how I want it to feel. And it's coming from the, the emotional side. So how, how, how I want to set myself up for the day. And it doesn't mean that my day is going to be joyous all day. It doesn't mean that something rubbish is not going to happen. It doesn't mean that I'm not going to have to deal with something. Um, it just gives me a really good head start rather than starting the day think, you know, watching the news and it's all doom and gloom and checking my bank account and realise there's a payment that's gone out that shouldn't have or the kids haven't got their school uniform. It's just starting my day more positively. And I think it's really important that when you're trying to grow something, you're trying to shift something, you're trying to challenge yourself in some way, that you really have the right healthy mindset around it. So when it comes to a financial detox and it lets we liken it to health and we're going to go on a detox, we really have to have the right intentions and the right mindset around that. So if we're going to go into a detox and we're beating ourselves up about the fact that we're not a certain weight, that's not healthy. If we get to the end of the detox and we're in a situation where we haven't achieved what we wanted to, again, that's not healthy. We have to go in with it with a really open mind and an open heart and just give it our best shot and see what happens. So that would be my best advice to anyone that is going to be doing this detox over the next four weeks. So I'll be here live every Monday morning at around nine. And those that are here listening um, with me, thank you so much. I hate, I hate doing these on my own. At least I don't feel like I'm completely talking to myself. Um, if you're on the replay, give me a hashtag replay. So the first phase is the mindset. So I've just touched on some of that today and some of the things that you could start bringing in slowly into your day to help you along. OK, so week one, um, there's so much that we can do 
straight away there's there's almost okay we want to achieve everything all at once and I could give you a really long list and you could pick something but there'll be a few of you that will get overwhelmed with that because you won't know where to start or what to do um you know we could look at budget planners and we can look at um, fixed outgoings and etc and we're probably more likely to do that next week this week um, is the start of the month and one of my habits is that I pay myself a salary and a dividend from my limited company um, so I've been paid already some people have already been paid like a week ago and um, summer holidays were really expensive so I tried not to use any of my savings for extra costs and then as soon as it hits payday I'm like, okay, what have I not got that I need to go and buy? So, and my horses needed new balancer, so that'll probably last until Wednesday, Thursday. So I've ordered some balancer this morning. It's some granules that you put in their food. Um, it helps with their gut health. Um, so I sort of see that as a, a need for my horses. They need to have good, healthy guts. Um, because then they can't absorb the nutrients in the grass and their muscles can't grow and etc. Um, I didn't buy school uniform a couple of weeks running up to Christmas because I can't get hold of the shop that sells them ever. You can't ring them, can't get walk in there, you can't email them, like you can't do anything. So um, like, luckily my kids didn't need much else for this term yet. Um, I just needed uh, some new school shirts, um, which you can't just buy in a normal shop. So um, I now need to order some new shirts. And so there's this list of things that sort of come up and they're, they're things that you need, right? I, I, I can't really send my kids to school without shirts um, on their back. Um, and there's ways that, you know, I can cut back, cut, cut back. So, for example, coats, blazers, that kind of thing. The school has a shop that you can buy at discount, half the price, not even a third of the price sometimes um certain pieces of uniform so other parents donate it and it's basically effectively second hand but it's quite expensive school uniform it's not a normal school so it's I, I don't mind doing that um but with a shirt I can't really do that I need to need to buy that myself if it was one of the blazers that are like a hundred pounds then I would probably would um and reason being is not because I can't afford that blazer but I make a conscious choice about how I spend my money and what I spend my money on. So I don't really want to spend £100 on a new blazer that they literally throw on the floor and shove in bags and in book bag, like bag racks that are covered in cobwebs and spiders and leave them on the, on the floor and on the back of benches. That's not how I want my... So I like to give my money a job. I like to give it purpose. Um, so that to me doesn't just feel right, the right value. So what I want to talk to you about for this week, Morning Alison, um, is about needs and wants and purpose. So if we're going to do a detox, this is the most important piece of the detox process. Um, and I, next week I'm going to talk to you about percentages. It might be the week after. Um, things like I could, could throw all of you at one go and then it'd just be a bit too much. So we, do, we can talk about budgeting and we can talk about percentages so you're sort of channeling the money in certain areas of your life by using certain percentages but the step before all of that is needs and wants and, and, and purpose so and I'm just going to touch on purpose for a second so one of the things that I was listening to with Oprah this morning is about having your purpose in life 
And one of the reasons that I'm doing this in the free group is one to help my, you know, my friends, my family, my clients, community, you gals on here basically, um, is because it's part of my life purpose to help people when it comes to finances because I don't come from a financial sort of wealthy family myself and this is something that I feel like is my skill set to explain and share to people in a really easy way. So purpose is the same when it comes to money if it has a purpose. So spending my money on things that don't give me that I need or I don't want but they at the time they're like a filling a gap but they have really no purpose to them then it's it's not really giving love to my money it's not giving it um where energy where energy flows um and let me, let me say it the other way around sorry i always get this sometimes tongue-tied um where energy flows money grows so if you're giving negative things that actually don't light you up that focus it's not really gonna fulfill and come back round. So giving things the right purpose is really important. So an example of that, um, giving your kids pocket money, let's say, and they haven't worked for it, and you're constantly handing it out, you're really, honestly, I won't go into why, you can guess why, you're not really doing them any favours um, when it comes to their money journey and their money stories. And I'm not saying they have to work hard for it, I'm just saying that there have to be some purpose around giving them that money all the time um, and I'm not saying don't give them anything but if you're giving them a lot and I see that quite a lot with some families where they just you know literally hand over fist giving them everything that they want um, that might bring you some joy initially but what's the purpose of that is it just to make your child happy Does, what, what, what are they doing with that money what's the job of that money so looking at how we're spending everyday money is when we get to the end of the month and we haven't got anything left. Um, and now things are getting tighter for a lot of people. That little bit of wriggle room that they have, they haven't got it anymore. So straight away, we're starting to think, well, I can't afford this, I can't afford that, I can't afford this. And again, we're putting a lot of focus on the negative connotations around we can't afford it. So we have to say, okay, actually I'm choosing where to give purpose and love and light to my money. I'm choosing how I spend this in a purposeful way around what my needs and my wants are. So you have to reframe that language, right? So um, that's purpose, needs and wants. Things that you need and things that you want. It's recognizing if you need it or you want it. Now, the detox and the challenges is to basically detox to a point where you don't do anything, okay? You don't spend any money. So whether it's a meal out, someone's birthday, this is the extreme. Um, um, yeah, going out for drinks with your friends, kids pocket money, you detox and you tell everybody, I'm doing this detox, I'm part of this group called the Money, money, money um, Mastery Group and the I don't like to say challenge because that word in the business world in online is used a lot as a challenge. Um, I, I'm assessing my financial position to ensure that my finances are in the best place. So I'm choosing to do a detox this month to reset my financial money each month. 
Now you you choose as to which degree you do that, okay? Because no one no one can do it for you. Even clients that come to me for financial advice, and I take them through a process and I hold their hand and we they get financial advice at the end, they still have to press the yes please button and for us to set it all up. They're still the ones that need to make decisions around what can I afford this much or that much? Do I want to invest this much or that much? So you still have to have a level of ownership um, and decision making. So no one can do it for you. You can't abscond that decision making. And if you're talking about partners, it's best to bring them into the equation where you possibly can and do it together where you can and tell people this is what you're doing where you can. Um, so um, and if you're into this, right, really into this, and you, uh, then those that have got my book, which you can go and buy on Amazon, but that's not a plug. But those that have got my book and hasn't got to this chapter yet, um, I do cover a lot of this in one of my chapters. And I'm just going to see where it is. Um, so when it comes to needs and wants, um, it's about assessing um, what you I'll go to the index, Rebecca, that might be easier. I can't remember what chapter it is. Um, what is a need and what is a want? So my horse's health is something that I believe is a need. Um, however, I could they survive without the balancer? Yes. Like if I really, really had to, then yes. And it's really for me to decide whether that's something I want to focus on or not. And there are sometimes we have to make choices around prioritizing okay how much of a priority is that for me right this month right now so the kids school shirts and the horse balancer are a need but for me getting necessarily um i do need a new pair of shoes because it's flip-flops are nearly i'm getting cold feet nearly so um i've got some boots there it's not quite boot weather i tend to wear trainers and my black trainers that i wear to school um they're not a very good pair and one of, one of my feet is going a bit like that. Um, so that to me, I don't really want to wear those trainers anymore because I can get sore back, sore hips, it affects my riding. So that to me, I do need a new pair of trainers so I can walk to school and keep fit and be healthy. I have got some running trainers, but they're bright pink, like bright pink. So is that a need or is that a want? I want to have good trainers, I want to have nice feet that my foot is level and that I can chuck on a pair of shoes that's not bright pink trainers and walk to, walk to school on a school run without having to wear, like I don't do high heels and I don't want to wear boots just yet. Now, could I make do? Do I have something else? Could I put a new liner inside that shoe to level it up, which will cost a fiver rather than spending 50, 60, 70, 80 quid, not 100 pound on a new pair of trainers? So that's where you start to sort of differentiate and say, OK, what could I adjust? Do I really need that or could I make this last longer? And it's not about being frugal. It's not that I can't afford 100 pair of, pair of trainers. I could. But where do I want to spend my money and giving it a purpose? And if we're doing a detox and we're trying to assess where we're spending, this, this is the mindset process you, you go through. Because then you can put more money aside for a holiday. You can... Um, buy like some more Christmas presents, you've got surplus income, so you're not struggling at the end of the month, or you can start investing and start having backup money to clear credit cards, clear loan debt, whichever you're, whatever it is you want to do. Um, have a look for it in a second because I'll get distracted. Um, so you have to distinguish what your needs and wants are. So the simplest thing to you to do initially is actually don't buy anything. 
just just for the for the for next four weeks don't buy a thing so um someone's asking me a question which sounds like much more complicated than me what i'm covering right now so i'll come to that later joy um she's asking about bank of england and the vatican bank and stuff which I, that's not what today's call's about <laughs> so that slightly distracted me i'll come to it like later if, if i can answer it easily and quickly i'll come to that later um so needs and wants so when it comes to um distinguishing what your needs and wants are what you're initially best to do is actually not buy anything what to do is to get a little notebook or a piece of paper or a pad, whatever you've got, and just write down, do a line down the, the middle and have a column for needs and a column for wants. So when you go to buy something, whether it's in your Amazon basket or it's on your Oasis set, you know, your ASOS web, like website, or um, it might be an equine website for me, or it might be um even you know when you're going shopping you're going around you know you're going there for say you're in Sainsbury's or Asda or wherever you shop and you're heading for the milk and eggs and the bread and you sort of detour towards the clothes section and you see something take a picture of it don't buy it um and put it in your needs and your wants section okay so do I need this new jumper or do I want it? And it's for you to distinguish which, but don't actually buy it. Don't actually buy it, put, 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 click on your baskets online in Amazon, put them in the basket, but don't actually buy it. Just leave it there and then write it down on your, on your piece of paper. Is it a need or is it a want? Now, at the end of the month, after the detox, or it might you might want to do this on a weekly basis, just depending on what, what it is that you've bought. Then you can go back to the item and say, well, actually, I, I still need to buy those school shirts. <laughs> like, There's no choice. I have to buy that. And you can sort of tick it off and say, well, that was in the need column. I do definitely need that and tick it off. If it was the trainers, I could look at the trainers and I could say, OK, um, do I do I really need those? No, actually, I could just buy some inner soles and that might help. And I'll try that first. And then you get to the end of the month and you've, you know, effectively, if you write down the value, you can work out what you've not spent your money on. And that's what you've saved your money on. So this is the biggest tip when it comes to detoxing is to not purchase anything. Write it down if it's in the need or the want column and then come back to it a week or at the end of the month. How depending on how hardcore you want to be and decide if you still need or if you still want it. Now, the challenge is, is by doing this, by reducing your outgoings or by reducing your spend, that then you have money left at the end of the month. So where I want you to start with today is deciding how much would you, good morning, April, um, how much would you like left at the end of the month? So you can pick a figure, but the good way to do it is I like to do things in percentages. So if you think about what you get paid each month, if you're self-employed and it fluctuates, this is a little bit trickier for you, but work out an average and then take five or 10% of that. So if it's a thousand pounds, be 50 quid or hundred pounds. So work out the percentage of five or 10%. And the challenge is to save that by the end of the month. And I'd like to do a running total as part of this month's detox to find out how much people have saved in total by doing this, either by the detox method I'm just going to show you or other things I'm going to show you throughout the next four weeks. Um, so 
keep a little note on that notepad if you come up with any other savings any other ways that you've done that and then we can analyze that at the end of the month and see where you've got okay has that been helpful so today i've talked about those that are listening a little bit later on um, i've talked about mindset and how we can pick up on what what how things are affecting us um and i've talked about some psychology the things that i do around to keep my mindset healthy and then I've talked about um, needs, wants and purpose and how we can start to a couple of little tools to help us get into a rhythm. So from today, it's a case of not buying anything. So don't worry about your direct debits for now. And we're not looking at direct debits and outgoings like that just at the moment. We're just looking at our general day to day spend and don't buy anything. Don't click click buy now on the button the challenge is to wait now for those that literally like me i do need to go and buy school shirts then I'm, it's your choice how far you want to go with this um you can do it as much as you feel is necessary for your circumstances so when i am actually normally doing a challenge i ask everyone to do a hashtag up for it so if you're going to give this a go which, whichever degree you choose to do it you're the adult um what are you up for it give me a hashtag up for it if you're listening live and if you're on the replay and you haven't given me a hashtag replay then please give me a hashtag up for it and i'll be back next monday at nine o'clock for my next session any questions from what i've covered so far today please jump in the question box and let me know if you have anything you want to ask me while i sip my tea and look for that chapter um no questions yet i'll come on to joy's question in a minute page 33 I talk about uh, chapter five has got a financial emotional intelligence but also probably um money makeover which is page 53 um which is chapter eight i'll be covering that that's in different guises this these next four weeks okay great session thanks ellie hashtag up for it brilliant you're very welcome i hope you enjoyed it those that are just jumping on um please go back to the beginning okay i'm going to try and cover i'm on my phone so i'm going to try and cover joy's question here i don't know if it's going to be a quick one with the vatican calling in assets to vatican bank on the 1st of october and banks changing their terms and conditions on the 1st of november it is is, is, is it time to remove our savings from banks before it gets to the bail in stage to the bail-in stage, bailing, I don't know, sorry, I don't know what you mean by that. Do you believe we're heading into a cashless society? If so, what would you advise people to do with their savings? Uh, no, I don't. I think, I, I think, um, I don't know which banks you're referring to in terms of what terms and conditions exactly, Joy. Um, I, you know, you're talking about remove savings from banks. 
and put it in what cash but then you're asking me about a cashless society um there's a lot there's a lot going on at the moment and there's a lot of scaremongering going on at the moment um i think we have to stay level-headed and we have to stay um that cashless society there's, there's i think there was a i was just reading something earlier this morning about starbucks and from a certain date they're no longer um taking cash and i believe it was a joke put on twitter that became it's a hoax it's not true it was one branch i think that put it up um, and obviously in covid that did happen quite a lot because the, the exchange of physical money but actually it's not real so my advice, I'm not quite sure exactly what you're referring to, Joy, and that's a little, this is, that's massively off topic what I'm trying to cover at the moment. I'm happy to take questions, of course, but um, I don't think we're heading for a cashless society, no. I think that things are changing when it comes to digital, digital products and digital, out, digital outcomes, um, and I, but I, it's not regulated. A lot of the products aren't regulated, and it's highly volatile, so I don't recommend them for clients. Um, if you want to try and make a quick buck, they're still not right for you. Um, if you want to, you know, invest some money that you can afford to lose, there's other other safer things for you to do other than um, such digital products. But um, I, you know, complete, you know, people want to do that. That's absolutely fine. Um, so if you would advise people to do their savings, well, interest rates are increasing. And with that, savings rates are increasing. So you can do regular savers now. There's a lot of banks, Santander, First Direct, Nationwide, NatWest, all the big ones. If you're an existing customer with them and you're making a 200, 300 pound monthly savings over, you could, they, they get given interest rates of like two and a half, three percent, which, OK, is not a lot, but it's better than nothing. And it encourages you to save. Um, you've got a lot of fixed rate, um, a lot more fixed rate um, um, offers around now, fixed rate bonds, if you want to call them that. So one year fixed rate, for example, around 3%. So with higher inflation and higher interest rates, you then get higher rates on your savings. So it's really important to look at what savings you've got and um, look at where you can tuck it away at a slightly higher interest rate. Um, inflation is, is due to go down by this time next year. Um, it's the way things are at the moment, careful what you what you read. <laughs> um, see if it's actually true. Do your research. Um, I think there's a lot of hoax, hoax information out there. Um, okay, my problem is right now is that I'm already overdrawn and after a huge dentist bill, business travel, not yet repaid yet, should come in next week, my main feelings are panic. Okay, Emma, so when we sit with that panic, um, it is, I know it myself, it just feels, it can make us feel so sick um it can make us feel so powerless and you have to control the controllables okay and manage our energy around it so you can't control when you're going to get paid that you can't control the, the, the fact that the business is delayed in paying it and how much your big dentist bill was so you can't like control the controllables so think about without going into too much panic okay could you going to speak to your dentist about paying that back over a longer period of time. Could you put that onto a credit card for a, a zero percent interest? Maybe, maybe when you first charge it on your account, it might be a higher interest rate, but then you could transfer it to a lower interest rate as a transfer transfer um, and then pay that back over a longer period of time and set a monthly amount that you could pay that back. 
um and then the rest of it is will come it's going to come next week so maybe ring the person in hr that's dealing with the business travel refund and say look i've got a big dentist bill going out at the moment i'm getting a bit panicked with christmas coming can you can you try and speed this payment up for me please so you you control the controllables and take hold of the things that you can control okay that'd be my advice i don't know if that helps at all let me know so my screen's a little bit wobbly. Every time I touch it, it then goes all out of skin. Um, very useful session. I've never thought of, of the life purpose connection to help with spending decisions. Oh, you're welcome, Lena. I'm glad that helped. Um, cashless society is more around changes in the payment systems, no? Um, what, as in, like, bank cards, as in backs and transfers, like, you know, contactless? Maybe that's what she means. I'm not sure. Um, it's so easy to slip things through your trolley. Just looking forward to seeing what I can learn from this. Yeah, your trolley, especially like um, weekly shopping. So food shopping. Thank you for reminding me on this one. Um, so I now don't buy anything that's a branded product apart from Heinz beans because my daughter is so fussy. She won't eat anything else other than Heinz beans, although it has high sugar content. I know this. Um, so <laughs> um, I only buy sainsbury's branded products and then what i'm doing is about every three weeks i'm going to all d's and buying toilet roll washing powder dishwasher tablets things like that on like as bulk if you want to call it that um and then storing those in my cupboard and on my weekly shop i'm only getting the minimal the minimal things that i need and it's reducing my weekly food shop and i'm being quite purposeful about that quite intentional i should say about that uh, NatWest um, Bank that own RBS, Ulster Bank, etc., are changing their terms of determining how they, how you can put in and take money out of your account from the first of November. I don't bank with them, so Joy, I don't, I didn't know that. Um, what, what are they, what are they saying that you can't go into a branch? I know a lot of banks are closing their branches. Um, can you not go up to a cash machine and get cash out? Still, it might be a limit on a daily limit, possibly. I think that's more of a business decision in terms of how banks can't operate and yes as a society I do think that that's I used to work in a bank I used to work in a branch for years it's my first job working in a Alliance and Leicester branch in Maidstone um so um people were queuing this is like over 20 years ago queuing down the road on a Saturday morning to come into the branch to take money in and out of their account um it's just you know my daughter for example has got all these pennies that she's had in her bedroom we cleared her bedroom out we're doing a boot fair in a couple of weeks um and I've got so much stuff I haven't even touched the loft yet and she found like bags of pennies that she saved over the years just sitting around in her bed and so like, okay let's take it to winter asda to get it changed up into the coin machine can I take this to the post office no can I take this to the bank no you have to put it in this machine and as a society we're, it's, it's not almost discouraged isn't it that you have this cash even if it is two p's and one p's um I said to her you have to you have to put it all into like individual bags of the right rounded amount for each bag for the bank to take it um, and even then, I'm not even sure they'll take it. Um, so, yeah, I do think that is changing. But I think that's, um, I don't think cash will disappear. Um, Emma said, thanks. Good luck, Emma, with that. I hope that helps. Okay, have a wonderful day. I'm going to love you and leave you. Any other questions, do let me know. I'm going to finish my tea before it gets cold and get on with some work. It's Monday morning, people. Have a wonderful week. Let me know how you get on. Thank you for joining us on today's episode of Accelerate Your Wealth. 
For further help or to connect with Rebecca directly, please head over to the website www.rebeccarobertson.co.uk where you can find further information on our planner, book and how to further maximise your wealth. For any regulated advice, please do head over to www.evolutionfinancialplanning.co.uk.